0: is all about hot, badass, nasty speed. I mean that's how you gotta play the game of hockey. pack sports radio and this is behind the mask
1: welcome in to behind the mask ryan collins john supan kyle hattie here with you to discuss michigan state hockey and all other some other college hockey stuff today maybe but uh how are you guys doing today oh uh, i'll
0: let hattie answer first i'm Hattie's good i i'm good <laughs> but cold you're good but cold yes it
1: is very cold outside
0: yeah i got my uh Cubs World Series Champions twenty sixteen hat rocking that today, but God knows it's gonna take a while before they get back there. And and the Blackhawks too, I'm sad.
1: Uh, yeah. Chicago <laughs> Chicago sports and Detroit sports are like in the same place. They all suck. Right. They're just like not good at any of them. I think the
0: White Sox are gonna be coming back up on top. In yeah, well, two thousand five. They were the only good
1: team. Yeah, but it doesn't no. count you can't root for the White Sox and the Cubs.
0: No, I don't root for the okay. Sox. I okay. I don't like the Sox, but it's to fun say. to go. If you haven't watched a game there, that's great atmosphere. I've been to, to tailgate. Mm-hmm. Go in. It's a little shady, but Yeah, I thought it's, it was it's in a bad right. area. It's in the south side of Chicago, so you might want to buckle up a little bit. You just go right off the interstate, go there, and go home. I, don't go anywhere else.
1: On the way to Northwestern, we drove by it. So yeah. Going it's on there twice. your
0: left when you're going into What is Chicago.
1: it now? Like Guaranteed
2: rate park? Yeah. Guaranteed rate. Yep. It was cool. The first game I went, I had my feet in the dugout. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. The White
1: Sox. I. I there's something about U.S. Cellular where they got the like McDonald's thing on the like scoreboard and they're shooting fireworks right left and right. Kinda neat. And I just think of G- Jermaine Dye and Paul Forniero just lighting up the Tigers <laughs> in the mid 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like hockey season now. It doesn't feel like baseball yeah. season. It's not. You got. The... I like the chill for like. Just it's great to sleep in and like the first. Very true. Very true. The first like two weeks you're like okay i can live with this and you have the first snow you're like oh this is cool Then after that it sucks right because it's like four months of purgatory here
0: yeah and then you're just waiting to hop on the ice play
2: some pond hockey or something you yeah know?
1: and you can't even, you're not even gonna do that
2: here no so no, yeah not a chance yeah and then you get those piles of the snow with like all the dirt on them just oh, the it's slush is it's the so worst, gross I it's just
1: gross it's yeah. a, it, everything's gross and uh yuck but uh no, another thing that was gross this weekend: Michigan State hockey. Yeah. Yikes! Didn't Yikes! Look uh, too great. Spartans took on Cornell this weekend, got swept by the then number four Cornell Bears, lo- losing on Friday night three to two, and then Saturday an ugly loss six to two, which it wasn't even that close on it. Like on paper, it looked like no. It wasn't. We're, we're gonna discuss that night and Friday night real soon, but just general reactions we talked about how we thought a split would probably happen i think i said a sweep would happen no no big brain ryan here but uh <laughs> chalk that one up as a win for you buddy. yeah yeah you guys i went to one the game on friday great atmosphere excellent for, atmosphere f- for the student session they had free tickets i actually liked that michigan state athletics did that because what's the point of charging your students seven dollars when you just if you give them the appearance of it being free, there's going to be more people showing up.
0: Don't be selfish. Help out your team instead of helping out your pockets, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I like that for, like, one game, like, yeah. a series. Oh, yeah. They just say, oh, Friday night is going to be the student session game where you get to go for free. That's that a good idea. That should be a
0: precedent going forward just in terms of maybe not that. Like, that might take a while to actually put into effect. But the first home game of the year, That's
1: sure, a, it's not? It's not a bad idea. Why they not? do it in women's basketball. Tickets are free there.
2: Right. I think they're free with the student ID anyway.
1: No, not, not for MSU Hockey.
2: Oh, I, I think my basketball for women's.
1: Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Women's basketball's oh, yeah. free, mm-hmm. which is, I like. You could I wouldn't compare that to hockey because I think hockey might have a little ba- bigger of an interest from the student section yes. perspective than women's basketball. But still, I, I didn't hate the idea. It was sweet on Friday, the way they do yeah. the intros this year. And the glow sticks. Yeah, the glow sticks, turn all the lights off. They have a cool pregame video this year. Pregame video is huge. Huge. Yeah. When you're like if you're gonna wrap me into like an atmosphere, you need a good pregame video. Oh yeah. I and mean, when I
0: growing up as a Hawks fan, that's the only thing that I really remember when I was young is just like the, the stitching that the on the big screen they had, like the stitching of the, the Indian right on the yeah. logo as like they were showing old pictures of the team and stuff. It's really cool, and that like really gets you amped up for a hockey you're, game. You're fired sure. up. You got oh, some. Yeah.
1: You got some like house music playing in the background. You're <laughs> yeah. feeling good.
2: The going to work Pistons one.
1: Yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. That that this high energy all around. High energy all around. But I, I, I mean, Friday, like I said, great atmosphere. We'll get into the game right now. Lose three to two. Probably the better team on Friday. Would yes. you guys agree? Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. and, and they started off very strong the first five minutes of that game, scored a quick one with Dennis Zahn on, on the power play, and then after that they just basically – they were penalty ridden the rest of the game. It, it And, like, you saw Brody Stevens take three penalties. You saw the treaters Krieger, both take two really bad penalties. I, it, it was more mission-saping on discipline than them calling it tight. I, I, I could see why people were, like, maybe upset how tight they called it. A couple of them Brody Stevens were ticky-tacky, but – when you're five minutes after the whistle, basically, I'm exaggerating, but like you're face washing guys and probably saying vile things to them, it's probably a good idea to get out of there, but they, they were undisciplined on Friday.
0: Yeah, and I think that might just come from their first two series playing Northern Michigan and playing Colorado College, and then all of a sudden just thrown to the Shark Tank playing Cornell, number four in the nation, might... Uh, might make them just kind of run around a little more, and I think that's what we saw, run around and not win those puck battles, and that kind of aggravated them to make them take stupid penalties like that, which, you know, it might happen, but I think they, they, they'll they probably clean that
1: up going forward.
2: No, it, yeah. Like, it wasn't even like like they're saving goals with the trips and stuff. It, you're just slashing guys in the back of the legs.
1: Yeah, right. and I, like I said, Steven took a couple ticky-tacky ones. The Kriegers ones are both egregious. I think they're, like, bat- like literally just uh. In front of that really bad cross check that didn't need to happen. And then I think like three like twenty or thirty seconds after the play, Krieger probably said something to the guy, yeah, goes to the bots around sportsman like. Can't take those penalties, especially those were after they took probably like three or four penalties in the first. These all happened in the second period. Yeah, Joshua did the
0: same thing. Yes. He did the same thing, just mouthing off to the ref after a call didn't go his way and
1: Boom! That's Cornell's strategy. I guarantee you. Yeah, I mean they definitely got under Michigan State's skin, and you could tell when Susanna talked after the game. It was like, it, it kind of like you can't have that. They knew they knew that they they let that get uh, get out of hand, and I think they regret that. But at least they, it's something you can control yes. going forward. At least yes. it's
0: not something like just the inexperience of talent or inexperience, like having a young team or something that you just can't really fix right away, but you could definitely discipline your team a little bit, and especially if you're Dan Cole.
1: But I, I, after the game, I thought Dan Cole would be a little bit more disappointed because they, they, if you really watch that game, they really had the m- most energy, I think, in those first two periods, and had penalties and lineup changes where they had to like miss, mitch, mismatch their lines because they, their special team units were on the ice for so long, kind of caught up to them. And once – I think Cornell got the equalizer at the end of the first period. It, not the end of the first period, end of the second period. It, it The game was different. They, I, I think they controlled the pace in the third period. Their mission say was better in the last five. But Friday, I'll say this before we get into Saturday, they looked competitive and they looked like they deserved to be on the same ice as Cornell. Yes. Do we agree on that? Yeah, and I have a
0: quote here from Mr. Cole on – Tuesday's press conference saying that they played 50 minutes on Friday were even. So he thought the game was pretty even for that first 50, like you just said. Yeah. And I think that for sure that's a that might have helped going into Saturday, but obviously it didn't. So let's hear about that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, Saturday sits at two loss. I wasn't there. You guys were there. But I, I'm following Kyle Hattie's tweets and I'm like, oh, I forgot to check on the MSU game. It's like an hour in. I'm like, oh, it's five to nothing. I don't need to check in anymore. What? Yeah. So were they they just didn't come out energized or what was what was
2: the case? They just looked tired. Yeah, and like they just like and like, like a couple goals just took like whatever fighter they had out of them, and then it just kind of stockpiled from there. And then all of a sudden, in the last ten minutes of the game, they suddenly got this burst of energy to maybe like play for pride, and that's yes. when they, that's, oh, when they that's scored for two. sure what
0: it was. Yeah, and I, and you know switching up DeRitter in the net is definitely what we expected to see, you know, going into this game. But I think. That he might have had a little bit of game jitters, like pregame jitters, when he got in there, and you know he was he saw John Lethman out of a twenty-seven save night the night before, and he's like, "Well, I got to do well against this team." And you go out there and you let two in right away, and it's it just it's a mood killer. So
1: that's Uh, what it was. I mean, Deritter really hasn't had a good start to the season. There's not, and he would probably tell you that. And Lethman is probably the guy going forward, which is something I didn't expect. But the seniors kind of took control of this net.
0: Right, and I asked Jan, Dan Cole about this on Tuesday too. I was like, "So what? Are, what are we supposed to see going forward with the goaltending situation?" And he pretty much told me that they're not really changing anything at the moment right now. Yeah, uh, because I, I maybe that's just because he didn't want to tell the yeah. tell the media that you know get it yeah. out there. But I think that definitely you're going to be seeing him in the lineup. But this weekend we'll we'll preview this a little more. I think Lethman will get both starts. I do. I, too.
1: I think Lethman's become the Friday guy. Like no doubt for at least the extended future, but like you said, he had 27 saves on Friday. He wasn't great. I mean, he let in that I that I think it was Cornell's second goal. Third. Was it the third it, goal?
2: The blue line shot. one thing. it was of?
1: like the half wall. Yeah, he, he he was out of position. He tried to glove save it, but it was bad positioning by left. Should he use his pad? Yeah. No. He yeah. Definitely went down low too far. He he just didn't. He was not in the right position. You got to like close off that short side when he's at that angle in the half wall by the circle and he just didn't do that He probably want that bet but other than that he was pretty good on friday yeah. he wasn't special but he he made the saves he had to
0: look i think it's it's hard for us as media to say what's wrong you know i mean it's easy for us yes. to say what's wrong and to actually know what's going through these players minds and you know a shot like that it's just like um what was I talking about earlier? You and I about just a, just an easy goal, pretty much. Oh, Yeiserman, the Steve, Stevie Y goal against the Blues. Just it's one of those shots where you're not expecting it to come at all, and then when it does, you just you're caught off guard. So I think it's a little a little haste of us to just mm-hmm. you know speculate things, but he'll get whatever. it figured out. But yeah. oh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean at, they were fantastic on the penalty kill on Friday. I think they were like two Cornell was two for eight. Cornell mm-hmm. turned it on on Saturday, going three for six on the power play. Eventually led shots with thirty to twenty one over MSU. MSU wasn't bad on the power play this weekend. They scored, I think, four goals on the power play.
2: Yeah, that's which, not about right. Yeah,
1: which is not bad because they got netted two on Friday, netted two on Saturday, and went two for five on Saturday. Actually, that's a positive that you can. I think they're at like a thirty, a 29% clip. twenty nine percent twenty twenty nine two they're tenth. They're ranked tenth nationally. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. You, you, pretty, you it's you, pretty good. Yeah, you can live with that, and that's something you're gonna need if you're msu who's not necessarily not the greatest when it comes to five on five they're not bad five on five but when they're playing penn state who they play this weekend in state college penn state's just have better hockey players still wise so when you get that man advantage it's important to take advantage of it not trying to sound like a complete idiot who just like <laughs> just learned how to play, like just learned the game of hockey. But for a team that's under man, usually in the Big Ten, they got to be good on special teams.
0: Yeah. And if you're going to be that good on power play, you also have to be the same amount of good at, on the penalty kill. And you probably shouldn't test that out as
2: much as you should in the power play. So, and the biggest reason I saw that power play shift was Patrick Kodorenko.
1: He was really good on Friday. I, I, I didn't see what happened on Saturday, but I, Nodler scored on Saturday. Who else scored on Saturday? Mm, that's a good question. None I don't the, know. You guys don't know? Forgot you guys it. don't remember? Long, Long weekend.
2: Come on. Are you kidding me? Get back to me on that. I'll yeah, I'll get thing. back to you on that. But Puerto Rico is now riding a... He, he He tallied six points in the last three games. Pretty good.
1: Very good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. When you you looked at this Michigan State team, though, I... I I was a little bit more optimistic about their outlook of being a team that could contend for a top four spot in the big 10 preseason six teams in. I I don't feel that anymore. Maybe that's not against, that's not nothing you'd knock against Dan Cole because you lose three pretty prolific players out of the lineup you had last year with Brendan Sanford, Zach Osborne, and of course, Taro Hirose. But I, I, I've, not been disappointed, I've just been surprised at the lack of, not the lack of development, but the la- like the la- actually yeah, the lack of development from their depth guys. I thought their fourth and third line, their third line has been very good with Tommy Apap and Brody Stevens and uh Estevez, but I thought their second line and fourth line would produce a lot more than they did last year, and that hasn't really been the case.
0: I think, uh, yeah, and I also think that they're just trying to still get the wheels turning. Sadly, we're six games in the season already, and this is still an issue, but um, I I don't think they've definitely figured out the answer. In fact, he told me that it was pretty much all he has to do is keep – all his mindset is to have two speedy guys on each line on the forwards, and he just – I don't think he's figured out the right scenario and the right area to have these guys click at, and I think – you know. Hopefully they figure it out after this weekend because you're thrown right into the Big Ten mix after this weekend. So you you got to figure out something quick.
1: Yeah, you, you look at Cody Rancho. he still had a pretty good start to the season. I mean, he only has one goal. I get that, but he's got seven points already, which is pretty good. Because I I think people are asking Dan Cole how do you get that first line going. He goes, "Patty's going. He's got six points in five games or something like mm-hmm. that." It was pretty funny. But don't you love all the nicknames in hockey? Like Sizzy, I do love that, Patty, yeah. like just all these.
0: Yeah, it's just it makes it so much more enjoyable. I think
1: you at, you ask the questions and like the you ask the questions in the, uh after post game for like his media availability right. and you're always like so Lewandowski, and he's like Louis yeah and you're like yeah uh, last year we'd be like so Os- Osborne looked really good on the power play Ozzie like, yeah, it's like but if you if you say that str- if you say that
0: during a question you sound like a jackass
1: yeah so I'm like oh, yeah how's <laughs> Ozzie doing today like I can't say that. <laughs> But you want it though. Right. Like I want to be like, I want hey, to Be was... that cool. No, 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 no. I want to be that guy. <laughs> I want to have like the the clout where I can just be like, hey, how's Louie doing today? I'm like, I don't know. That'd be kinda of cool. Yeah, maybe we'll get there towards March. We should
2: try. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'll try against Michigan.
0: He gives you that little look though. I've had it happen to me twice during an interview with him. Uh, Who, he, just, Dan yeah, he just gives you that look that it's like, you definitely need to close this question off a little better, buddy, or restructure <laughs> it. And, yeah, I've I've definitely taken that into consideration.
1: Was there more media on Saturday? A lot more? I um, figured there would be.
0: I think because the, WLNS was there. The Friday – Spartan Spartan Sports Report was also there.
1: Too. Friday, what's it called? There was not a lot of people. It was only BTN, State News, us, and Neil, who, of course, works for the team. Yeah. So that's, not, that's a very rare thing to see in Michigan State Hockey because – they usually have Spartan Mad there. Usually have LSJ there. So that was surprising to see, but it's
0: probably. It's, I think it's when that, you said it. It was uh, fo- you know, no high, high school, school football. football for sure. I
1: get yeah. that, but at the same time, it's like ah, oh, now it just puts more pressure on us to ask questions, right? Which is like, ugh. yeah, pressure's on, baby. Yeah, but moving on for that weekend, Michigan State now two and four, and now it's time for Big Ten play. Isn't that isn't that getting you fired up a little bit?
2: Now it gets fun, and I. I now it gets sketchy. I don't know about the word fun. fun but,
0: I don't know fun, but you know what? We'll we'll go. I mean, it is kind of fun. You yeah, know, these it is. these teams are. It's it's cool to see how good the Big Ten is, and I think we're we're very lucky to just see how this level of competition. This is almost. I'm not. I don't want to say NHL level, but these guys play at that caliber, wanting to get to the NHL. All these kids do.
2: There are, which an, I think
0: yeah. it's that's why it is fun. I think
2: there are NHL levers out there. Level level yes. levelers. Level players. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're good.
1: I mess up words literally <laughs> exclusively on podcasts. Oh, yeah. But uh last weekend, the Big Ten got underway. Michigan State was not involved in Big Ten play, but last week you saw Minnesota-Notre Dame start off their their Big Ten campaign. Minnesota was able to split with Notre Dame at home, winning an OT on Friday losing 5-3 to three on Saturday. You saw Michigan Ohio State play on Friday. Michigan had a 2-0 lead against Ohio State. Ohio State came all the way back in Valley City, able to get, beat Michigan on Friday night, and then they were able to sweep them on Saturday. So that's a pretty good start to the season for the rainy Big Ten champs, Ohio State.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but... I also think the biggest takeaway here is Penn State beating Wisconsin, Wisconsin or twice they swept them. Yes, I was going to say that. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin's a really good team. They beat Minnesota Duluth twice at the beginning of the season. I think it was their first two tests of the year. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Penn I, State's I,
1: the number six team in the country. Now. I know,
0: man. It's it's kind of scary. I thought Michigan State would. I'm still my prediction is going to blow you blow you away. So, um, but I think that Penn State's definitely going to be a, a big test here this weekend.
1: I mean, they shelled Wisconsin too six one four two. So I mean, they they prove that they're a very talented team. And th- and this team has got a lot of seniors on it. You see Brandon Burrow, mm-hmm. who was a big benefactor last year. He's got twelve points already. Cole Holtz, who was on the team last year, junior defenseman, eight points. They got guys on this line. Dennis Smirnoff. This guy. Nate nice. Susies Dennis, Dennis Smirnoff is huge. I don't know if you if you remember him.
0: No, that was that was another. Uh...
1: He was he's at six eight. He's at no, that points. was another kid. That no? was another kid. Yeah, but Mironov Spirinoff... Pavlachev, yeah, yes. Pavlachev, yeah, is six seven, five, like five, two ten. thirty or something. No, yeah, Nikita Pavlachev. He's a beast. But th- there's a lot of returning guys on this team. I get they don't have who's their guy. I think it was Alex Ligimos. Limoges. Limoges. He's not on the team anymore. I don't believe so. He was mm. he was their leading scorer last year. I believe, but they got Peyton Jones back, who is probably That's huge. If you look at the goaltending situation in the big 10, it's probably him or Cal Morris. It, it, probably for your best goaltenders. Peyton Jones has played since his freshman year, basically, for the Nittany Lions and starts of the season. Six games played, 6-0, 10 hmm. goals against, save percentage of .947.
0: So who do you look to to
1: pump goals past this guy? I mean, I, that was my question. Okay, sorry. Because Michigan State. You <laughs> stole your thunder. <laughs> you didn't steal my thunder, but Michigan State, to start the season, just factually hasn't been. Their first two lines have not been consistent. Their only line that's been consistent is their third line. So I, I don't. I like that Dan Cole on Friday was. I know this had a lot to do with the power play and all the special teams units being on the ice for so long. I did like that he was flip-flopping lines trying to get other guys going i i think that is a good idea in the early stages of the season because if something's not going right you might as well switch it up and and i i would like to see him do that a little bit more throughout i I would like to see maybe lambden get a shot on the first line or something like that because he's a skilled player i i think he deserves a little bit more ice time but i just like try different things. Try different things against this Penn State team because they're gonna score goals. They're a, under Guided Oustie, they're a fantastically fantastically, that's like not a word. They're fantastic Rolled on the it. offensive end. They have been for the last three years. Guided right. Ouse, I mean, they they flat out play a skilled type of hockey. They're fast. So, Michigan State's have to be ready for that on defense and the offensive end. They're, they're going to have to keep up. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, Neil Kepke was telling me that they're one of the best transition teams in the NCAA. Just shout out Neil Koepke. Shout out him. Really good stat guy, you know, and he's always around the team. But, um, yeah, they're, they're very good with moving the puck from the defensive end to the offensive end within probably less than five seconds. And then you need to be structured defensively in the neutral zone more than anything. Before that even happens, you have to engage. If you're a defenseman, you have to you have to engage probably at the red line, maybe even try to run a neutral zone trap if you can or something to kind of prohibit them from getting into the zone. But, um, yeah, you definitely need to rely on that defensive structure in not only in your defensive zone, but definitely have a big presence in the neutral zone if you're going to stop the this thing, offense. The
1: thing about Penn State, too, they'll jump on you, too, in the first period. You look at their bi-period stats, Penn State's goal differential in the first period this year is seven, plus seven, Wow, which is pretty impressive. Really good. So We'll it, be
0: seeing some fiery hockey at the first periods, because no, Michigan
1: they, State likes to come out fast, too. They do, but sometimes they don't cash in, and they kind of pack it in the last two periods. So mis- note to Michigan State, these guys are going to be ready to play right off the jump.
0: Oh, yeah. Defending home ice again, too, man. These guys, that place is gonna be rocking. I heard that barn sells out every time.
1: Yes, it's sweet, Pagulia. They have not been away from Happy Valley yet. They've played seven games, and I believe they've played them all at Hockey Valley. It's like a
2: Michigan football schedule.
1: Yep, you're right, Collins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That was a chirp and a half, but uh. Looking at looking at their special teams, their power plays 11 for 35 at 31.4%. Penalty kill 29 out of 32, 90%. That's pretty good, That's too. Really good. So, like, they, their special teams are no slouch, too. There's a reason they're number six team in the country. This is a really tough, not bat. They don't play bat to bats in college hockey, but they technically do. But, like, this is a tough. Way to come off a disappointing weekend against Cornell to go all the way to ha- to Happy Valley and try and beat this Penn State team. Does it? I I mean the Big Ten season is a whole different thing, so they'll be up for this game. It, it, what is a success if they don't split? Is a split the only way you get a success? Yes. Are they over moral victories or over moral victories?
2: Yeah. No. In conference play, moral victories go out the window. In my okay. opinion. Okay. Okay. I, I would agree. I would
0: yeah, agree. Uh, in in retrospect, but I also think that you got to remember it's November.
2: Yes, you it's do. November
0: eighth. The season goes on till February 29th. It's the last game at at Notre Dame. So I think morally, still now there might be some victories depending on you know what transpires during the game. But if you are back to fifteen penalties for the weekend, you know we can't see that. We need some more progress seen here. Regardless
2: if they get the wins or not, I think that they can definitely get some moral victories for sure. No, I think this is a big weekend for them, for like just seeing how they're going to handle the Big Ten speed in general, because yeah. they might be, they might be more individually talented in a majority of their uh, conference games. So if you could see them start to play a trap and start to, and start to block shots and start to like when you face good goaltenders, you beat them by putting by moving them side to side, you keep shots away from in front of them. That this actually, the Penn State is a great place for Lewandowski to start shining, And yeah, kind of have oh, his breakout yeah. game because he he loves his backdoor goals. Right, and that's that's how you beat good goaltenders. Yep, Payne Jones is going to see a lot of work on his pads this weekend. Hopefully,
1: you think so? Uh, you look at you talked about happy. I mean, Hockey Valley being basically sold out. Their average capacity level so far this season is one hundred and three point two, which means they're having they're selling out plus. So they're selling basically standing room tickets. <laughs> so Penn, like like wow. Penn State's average attendance is five thousand nine hundred seventy. Their capacity is 5,782. 5, wow. So, I, Dude, Michigan State's on Friday, that,
0: that capacity. Michigan State's
1: also in the top 10. Penn State's seventh in the country. MSU is ninth in the country. I also think that has to do with uh, the way, what's it called? MSU's at 6,000 capacity level. 5,300 showed out on that Friday game. Yeah, they're 90% full usually, which is pretty good. Was really good. Yeah. So, 5,200, my bad. Especially for a team that's not necessarily a power in the big time like they used to be. That is pretty good. But Oh, yeah.
0: And like we said, going back to the promotions, they definitely need to start kind of enthusing people to come to hockey a little more, I think. Give everyone
2: a glow stick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the answer that, to all the problems. There
1: was a lot of students. I don't know about Saturday. I bet it was probably like. That was capacity. It was? Yeah. It was in the student section. On uh, Saturday?
2: Man, what, yeah. not, not Agree in, in to disagree, but. And like just for the student section in general, not not the whole arena. Right, the whole
1: arena right. on Friday was basically empty without the students, but yeah. the students made it a good environment. So I I, I I digress on that. But we we make our predictions here for Penn State before we start kind of taking a dive into the Big Ten and look at the national rankings in college hockey right now. What do you think happens this weekend in Happy Valley, John?
0: I think the Spartans figure it out, win both games Friday Saturday. Very close games, maybe overtime games. I don't know. Figure it out. Ryan Collins with the shrug. Yeah, he
1: doesn't. Like I, that. I don't believe. I that. love poking the Collins bear. I, I do. I do think M S U wins on Friday. I, I, do I, I said. I said they got. Uh, they would get swept last weekend against Cornell. I think that humbled them a little bit. I, I would expect them to come out desperate on Friday. I think John Lethem has a good performance because he's played good so far, but he's he can give you more. I think he mm-hmm. still can give you more. Maybe steal a game. They're in Hockey Valley. I do like Penn State on Saturday, but I think MSU gets a split this weekend, which is bid to start the yeah. big. 10 yeah, there's conference. nothing wrong with that, dude. No, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. No. You,
2: you agree? Yeah, absolutely. If you're going, I mean, yeah, Cornell will test them well, because like, they kind of got slapped in the face with Cornell's speed, but I think that second game near the end, they were starting to figure it out and figure out how to position themselves better, and I think that translates into Friday, and you're right them will play well enough to get them a win. Let's okay. say 4-2. Oh,
0: I don't agree with him. Come on. <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding.
1: I, I don't have any score predictions for you, but I do think MSU will be able to scratch out a win. But like it's I right said, me, man. the right. last couple of weeks, we haven't really dove into the Big Ten slash National. So I, I want to get everyone caught up on the national rankings. John Supan was... Nice enough to put the rankings into the Google Doc for me. Not a big deal. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this might sound repetitive. I'll go really quick, but I'm going to name off the top 20 in the USCHO rankings. And top 19, actually, since 20 got cut off, I believe. I think 20's Omaha um, okay. for some reason. I'll remember that. I'll yep. remember that. Number one in the country, Denver. Usual position for them. Number two, Massachusetts. They were really good last year. They won a bunch of games in a row. They're not usually... This, like, highly touted, but they've been really good the past they, couple of years. Weren't they runner-ups? Yes, but yeah. they, they were really good last year. I think they won, like, 20 straight games in a row at some point. Wow, that it was, like, insane.
2: In their conference?
1: I Not 20. It was, like, it was a lot. I'm exaggerating, but they won a bunch. Number three, it. Minnesota State. Number four, Cornell, who Michigan State played this weekend. Number five, Notre Dame. Number six, Penn State, who Michigan State takes on this weekend. Number seven, Minnesota Duluth. I mean, those Minnesota teams, other than the big Minnesota team, we were talking to Neil Kepke about this on Friday. They got they, they, The big Minnesotas had to figure it out because State, Duluth, and Bemidji and all these other teams right. are kind of kicking them in the rear end. Number eight, Clarkson. Do you guys know where that is? Does anyone know mm. where Clarkson is? Sounds like I've heard Clarkston, Michigan, yeah, right? No, Clarks- no, I've heard-
0: Clarkson, Michigan?
1: No, it's not
0: It's not Clarkson, <laughs> Sorry, Michigan. I'm an Indiana guy. Give me some
1: slack. I'm yeah. from, like, the Metro Detroit area. I think I don't know where Clarkson is, but uh, – <laughs> That, yeah, I have no idea where Clarkson no. is, but they're number eight in the country. Number 9, Ohio State. Number 10, North Dakota. 11th, Providence. Providence is really good on offense this year. They almost lead every category in college hockey. Number 12, Wisconsin. Number 13, Northeastern. 14, UMass Lowell. Number 2 is so number two is UMass Amherst. So if that okay. wants to confuse anyone. Number 15, East. Quinty- can, Quinnipiac. Can you say that? Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Yep. They have fire jerseys. Number yeah, 16, like Northern Michigan, who MSU has a win over this year. Number 17, Bowling Green. Number 18, Harvard. 19, Boston College. And number 20, Omaha. Yeah. Omaha's Omaha good this year. Omaha is usually not good at hockey. So that's 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 the national poll so far. But uh, you guys want to take a little dive into the Big Ten now first? Love to. Love yeah. to? Let's go. Okay, let's let, let's take a little dive into Big Ten because we haven't really talked about it yet this year. Look, All right, let, let me do these rankings. Okay, let's you, just well, the I, rankings of Big Ten. No one, they, not everyone's played yet, though. Yeah, they have. It's at uh, Michigan State.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. I guess conference, but I guess they they still rank them based on your overall right now. I guess yeah. that's before everybody plays conference. So okay, I guess it's just well, let's just do it. Ohio State, Penn State, number one, number three, Notre Dame, number four, Minnesota, five. Is a three way tie: Michigan State, Michigan, and Wisconsin.
1: Well, uh, I where do w- we start? <laughs> I'm going to start with. I think the big headline, the big time, is that Ohio State, Penn State, Notre Dame are to be in their class of their own. I truly believe that, and uh, you'll see Minnesota, Wisconsin give those guys Minnesota, Michigan, and Wisconsin be able to compete with those top three consistently. And you don't know about Michigan State right now because they haven't really proven it against. This weekend will be a big test. So I, I looked at it. I think it's Ohio State, Penn State, and Notre Dame's conference. I, yes. I, I don't see anyone yeah. else being able to win the Big Ten.
0: And this might be a question for next week's show, but um, is Michigan State one, one of the only programs that has a new head coach coming in and learning a system, or is like every a coach Michigan, established in the Big Ten? Michigan's
1: I know, coach, I believe, Mel Pearson, he's been new. there. He's new. He took over for Red Baronson about, I think, three years ago okay so that i think the same time dan cole jumped on wisconsin's coach is former detroit Red Wins, uh defensive coach he's been there for about five years bob motzko from minnesota is new he's in his second year okay he used to coach i think minute not minnesota duluth i don't know but he was a u.s uh development program coach when they think, play world juniors do you think he that, that plays
0: into it at all like if you're ohio state penn state Notre Dame that have You know, pretty established systems and
1: programs that just run year in, year out. Does that have anything to do with it? No, I I don't think so. I think once Michigan State's facilities get on par with the others in the Big Ten, they will be able to attract more recruits.
2: That's very true.
1: And they've gotten a couple big recruits over the last couple weeks. You wrote a piece on a big international Mm -hmm. recruit. What's his name?
2: Belarus. Oh. It is too European for me to remember off the top of my head. Hold on. Let me fact check this. Okay, I'll let you
1: fact check it. But, I, I, I mean, I I tr- generally think Michigan State's at the worst facilities, probably in the big time.
2: Nikita Tarasiewicz.
1: Okay. He's a big time recruit. They got a big time recruit from Little Caesars, who's U15. I don't yeah, know if him. any of these guys are going to end up, like, actually coming to Michigan State because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. But that th- th- those that's a good jumping off point. And I think if Dan Colden starts attracting some guys from the program, this Michigan State program will start to roll a little bit more.
2: Yeah, Tarasiewicz, I mean, he was a – just under a point a game last year. Okay. For little Caesars. I mean not bad. The scout says that he I mean he's five nine, one sixty five.
1: That's small, but he'll he'll yeah, be yeah, he'll throw in his body.
2: It says yeah, but it says like he uses like he's really strong in his edges for how his body works, which is really good.
1: That is. That is. But other than that, I I don't think I have any more about uh, MSU and uh p Ten hockey well, right now. Do you have any? You got something you want to get off your chest? Uh,
0: I, I, guess, uh, not necessarily get off my chest, but I think that this weekend's matchups are are pretty are pretty attractive here. I yes, think you got Ohio State at Notre Dame, Michigan State at Penn State, Minnesota at Michigan. Um, I obviously think that Ohio State Notre Dame is going to be the one to watch. Yes, if you had to pick one of them, but. Uh, number nine
1: versus number five yeah that's and
0: yeah i think it's cool that the big 10 actually has a pretty strong presence in the top 20 yes that's very cool to see i like you know like i said earlier that they gotta get
1: an eighth team though i i I don't know if we talked about this i think they're going to with illinois eventually
0: i can see that yeah i mean they actually have a lot of buddies that play on that illinois team
1: they've been talking they're really good they're really good yeah i think they should i don't know no but there's like they're investing money into it. I don't know if right. they've they have they have passed it officially that they're actually gonna become a division one hockey program, but there's a lot of plans into maybe making a on campus arena there slash like working with the Black Routes. I don't know what's going on that'd there. That'd be cool. Those
2: would be great jerseys.
1: They would be good jerseys. They're their jerseys
2: are already
0: sweet. I mean they have uh, great I think colors. the D two ACHA is where their top team is right now. But yeah, that would be that'd be cool. What other schools would you know, Wait, would man, you maybe an Eastern Eastern school
1: or what? Would you do divisions if you got eight or no? No. Yeah. I don't think you need it. No. I, I I, thought maybe for one time, I don't think Rutgers has the money to do a hot, like create a hockey program, so no. Maybe Northwestern, I think you see success with smaller schools with good academics have success in college hockey, but then again, I don't know if they have the money either. I think Illinois is the one place you've seen trash in.
0: Iowa's I got a good following with their club hockey. I know that.
1: I, and I know Indiana does too. Indiana's yeah. been a, like a program for a while. It's like, we're we're going to try and like raise all this money and go D1, and they just haven't done that. But I, I think right. Illinois is going to be the next team that joins a big time.
0: It's just hard when you don't have a rank, man. That's yeah. the cornerstone of it all. If you have like an actual place that's not shared with a high school team, like I know uh, IU shares it with the Bloomington Blades, yeah. the high school team, it just kind of takes the thunder away from your start of your program.
1: Yeah, it, it does. And I mean, starting, a, especially with Title Nine, it's almost. It's pretty hard because I think if they added a sport, they'd have to add a female sport, right. I mm-hmm. believe so. So that's a lot of money, a lot of scholarship money too. It's not just the arena. You got to pay those kids' scholarships if you want to be on the same level as a lot of these teams in the Big Ten. But other than that, I, I I don't have much left to say. Just excited to see Michigan State and Penn State get it on this weekend.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Good show today, boys. Oh, yeah. Excellent. It was efficient. We got to get, get Supan out of here because I showed up late. And he's out work at seven.
0: Time for my Meyer shift. This it doesn't what pay the that, bills what,
1: here. What is it? What's the, what's the shift usually like? You got like four hours? Um, or...
0: Yeah, it's t- it's usually five to ten. Now we're at a seven to eleven tonight, so Yikes. it's gonna be a late one. But it's it's. Do all you just right.
1: cash out once you get home?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Maybe maybe read a book. I was talking to Hattie before this. I was reading uh, Blood Fuel. Is what I'm reading now. It's what is the, that? It's the rivalry between <laughs> the Red Wings and the Avalanche. Oh, okay, I've heard of that. He actually, he actually
2: doesn't know the story.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I I didn't really know cause, just because I grew up as a Blackhawks fan, but I knew the fact that you know the whole Lemieux thing yeah. happened, and but now I'm at the part in the book. Don't ruin it. It's '97, I think, when they square off in the Western Conference Finals. I don't the know who wins it. it. Though,
1: I was like, that was like before my time. I've always heard about it, and I've watched video like countless videos on that. I still did like. It's still really convoluted sometimes.
0: Maybe I'll lend you the book because this guy just because goes it, way too far in depth.
1: I mean, Lemieux Sorry. was in the playoffs before that the Avalanche beat the Wins, right? Mm-hmm.
2: 96 with the elbow.
1: Yes. Yep. To Draper. But didn't... And that was their first year in Colorado. Yeah, but didn't, Colorado. They play, didn't they play each other?
0: That was their first year? But they were the Nordiques before, so I think they still played each I, other. For some
1: reason, I thought that the Wins lost to the, like, the Avalanche twice in the playoffs before that happened. But I think I'm incorrect on that. Hmm. But whatever.
0: Maybe I'll We're, have to double-take yeah, and yeah. read again.
1: This isn't a Wins Avalanche podcast. It's a Mission State <laughs> hockey podcast. But for Ryan Collins, John Supan, Tal Hattie, thank you for listening again. Follow us, all of our coverage on Hockey John Supan wrote a nice preview about the Penn State yeah, check that games out. this weekend. Impact89fm.org. Give it a look. Yeah, give it a look. We got coverage on the Mission State football game this weekend as they take on Illinois. So take a look at all that stuff on our website. We got a plenty other podcasts. But for that, thank you for listening. We hope to see you guys next week.